I'm so thankful for the years I've spent studying the Bible. Today is November the 20th, 2023. When you look at the world today and the circumstances that we're living in, it really doesn't look very good. The war in Israel is certainly a tragedy. The debt that the United States has is a tragedy. The moral climate, not only of our country, but of the world, is a tragedy. And I'm just so grateful that I've studied the Bible and God told us that these times would come. And we must remember that. I heard this morning a Christian speaking on television. And he said part of the problem with the youth in America today who are supporting the Palestinian terrorist is the lack of education about the history in the Bible. And I got so convicted <laughs> that I've been negligent to do my podcast. I don't know why. I've just been busy, but I want to get back to teaching truth. Because this man on TV said, the only place to find truth is in the Word of God. And that's the truth. (laughs) And I am enjoying the day because of what I know. Not the circumstances that surround us. And I have a real desire for anyone that might listen to my podcast to enjoy the day. You can't change the things that are happening. But if you know who's in control and you know he is loving and good and he is your father and your shepherd, then you don't get all frustrated and worried and all upset. I think about John chapter 14. It's getting to be one of my favorite verses. Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I hope you realize that's a command. He's really saying, do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. You believe in God, believe also in me. Then he says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again and receive you. That where I am, you may be also. Now, the truth is that at this very moment, Jesus Christ is preparing a place for me. And one day he's going to come get me, and I'm going to go be in that place that he has prepared with him, with my husband and a lot of my loved ones, and we'll all be there together. But, you know, it's important what you think about I always think about the verse in James, chapter 1, verse 8. It says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. What does it mean to be double-minded? It means you think one way today and another way tonight and another way in the morning and You know, you live by faith today, but then tonight you get afraid and you watch the news and you think, oh my goodness, 
Then tomorrow you live by faith. And that's confusion. And that verse says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Not some of them. So I've chosen for us to begin a study in the book of Philippians. Because Philippians is really a book about the mind. And the first chapter tells us that we should be single-minded. We should know what we believe, think about it all the time, and trust in it if it's truth. The second chapter says we should be submissive-minded. We should submit ourselves to God and think about the fact that He is in control. It is so nice to have somebody else take charge. And you can just follow the orders you get. And you can be comfortable if they're capable of taking charge. And then the last chapter in this book says, be spiritual-minded. And so I thought what we should do is study this book and pick out some verses to really think about. Now, Paul and his companion, Timothy, wrote this book to all the Christians in Philippi. This was a church which Paul and Timothy founded. But it was not a church in a church building. It was a church in a home. And we read that the church was founded in Acts chapter 16. When Peter went to Philippi, and he went down to the river where the women were washing clothes, and he started teaching the gospel. And a lady there named Lydia believed. She heard the gospel, accepted it as truth, and believed it in her heart. And then she said to Paul, if I'm worthy, come to my house and I'll get a group of people together and you can teach them. And Paul went and he stayed weeks. And Lydia got her friends and her friends believed. And this was the founding of the church at Philippi. And then in verse 2 he said, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always try to point out, grace in a verse always precedes the word peace. You cannot have the peace from God apart from the grace of God. The grace of God is God's unmerited favor toward you. You know what that means? That means you can't earn it. That means you don't deserve it. You can't buy it. It's a free gift. And God's grace is sufficient for all of our needs. And so when you experience the grace of God, you have the peace of God. And peace is simply the absence of conflict. 
there's two kinds of conflict. There's conflict with God and conflict with each other. And God would have us at peace with each other and certainly at peace with Him. And to be at peace is absolutely the way to live. Then he says, I thank God upon every remembrance of you. He's talking about his mind. Paul writes to the church, I'm thinking of you. And every time I think about you, I thank God for you. I thank God that one day I went to that little town and I went down to the river and I thank God for Lydia and her faith in you. And then he said, always, in every prayer of mine, for you all making request with joy. Remember, joy is the knowledge that you will possess something good. And so Paul is writing, always I pray that good will come your way. How would you like to know the Apostle Paul was praying that for you? I pray for you always that good will come to you. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. And here's here's how we have to have a single mind for this next verse. Paul says, being confident of this very thing, that he which began a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. What it means to be confident is to know beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know that God has started a work in me. How do I know God started a work in me? Because I am not the person I was 50 years ago when I, 48, when I invited Christ to come into my life. I am different because God has changed me. You see, I was a fake. I wanted everybody to like me. And I knew that if I was nice to people, they would like me. And so I would be nice to people I didn't like because I wanted them to like me. And then I felt guilty and terrible about myself. Because I was a fake. And I've never liked anything that was a fake. I don't like fake diamonds, fake pocketbooks. If I can't have the real thing, forget it. And I was the biggest fake in the world. And after Jesus Christ came into my life, God convicted me of that. And he showed me how my pretense was destroying my peace. And because I wanted peace, I was willing to quit being a fake. Now, that doesn't mean I go out and and let people know I don't like them. It means if I can't say what I'm thinking peacefully, I need to keep my mouth shut. I can be real. I can be me. And that feels so much better. And that's just one way I know God has changed me. And he's made me a better person. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not finished. And I still have an old sin nature. 
and I need to know what to do when I sin. And I need to know how to trust Him. So don't misunderstand me. But because of what God has done in the past, and because of this Bible verse, I know with confident assurance that God's not going to stop. The only reason God would stop working in me is that I refuse to let Him. And if I know that He wants to make me better, what a fool I'd be not to want to always be better. No matter how good you are, you can always be better. And that's a challenge that's like climbing a mountain. You never get to the top. But you always got something to climb, someplace to go. So I want for you to remember, this is about being single-minded. And I want to conclude this first lesson on Philippians with this Bible verse. And I want to urge you to have confidence that God has started a work in you, if he has, and he won't stop. And what he's doing is improving your character, which causes you to have a much better quality of life. So thank you for listening. Encourage your friends to listen. And I pray God's richest blessings on you and yours.